Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I can sense the excitement in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Arnie Spanier is so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To get back to Vermont. I can't wait to get the heck out of here. I'm fed up with L.A. Two weeks takes – two weeks is like dog years. It's like 14 weeks. Bye. Jeez. I hear you have a lot on your mind tonight. Bye. I hear, what do you, I, you I, say? What's bye? You what? what bye bye. You know bye. what? You, no, we found you a plane ticket. You yeah. could be going in the next hour. <laughs> Believe now. me. Like now. If I didn't have to do the show tonight, I'd be at a, a, the overnight. Hey hey hey! See, nobody knows the wow. difference. Wow! Right Come on, McFly. Jeez. Like you're back in we Vermont. Good. Arnie, Arnie's yes. back in Vermont. Hey, so how's I'm, it been, man? How I'm, very, your... I'm very upset because somebody took down my football picks. You know how we always everybody at the station at the network does the football picks. Well, it is May. I yeah, mean, but I'm not going to be. Time. I'm not going to be back. So I started the list, and I did my name first, and I had the Rams in Jacksonville with the Rams winning the whole thing, and somebody took my picks and threw it away. That has to be someone that's a Rams fan. That's no, I, concerned I, I about think it, the kiss I, of death. I think it's Dan Byer that did that because he usually he likes to make the list. I think that's what happened. Oh, so you think this was list envy yes. more than anything else? Yes, you think yes. this was concerned someone about told me you being Bayer, the guy to start it? Yeah, someone told me that buyer has to do like the right penmanship and have uh, the lines drawn and all that stuff. So, Well, I mean, don't mess with success, no, right? No, no, no. Got to do your own thing. So how has your week been, Arnie? How has your time in L.A. been? Have it, you enjoyed yourself? I've enjoyed myself. Got to see my family. I, I hurt my thumb today playing basketball out in Venice. But uh, otherwise, uh, it was good. It, the weather's great. It's it's a terrible weather in Burlington, Vermont, but at least it's been great here in L.A. So, I've, I, but I hate being here with the traffic. It kills me. I you you can't like multitask out of here. You can't do a bunch of stuff as the traffic will will kill you. 
See, I would counter that by saying you could probably multitask a lot because while you're stuck in stuck in traffic, you can actually be on your phone. No, right? but Joe, I want I mean, to go, go places. Anywhere. Yeah, you, I wanted to. I had to go see my mom in Beverly Hills, and I wanted to go to Venice. I mean, that's like a three hour trip. I mean, it, it, it's horrible. It, 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 you got to have something else. They have all these bikes and scooters around, and you're hitting people. It's crazy, you know. Did you did you did the, uh, the drive by of the old high school? just to make sure they still have your picture hanging out in remembrance of the incredible athletic ability and the levels you reached while you were at Palisades? No, they don't have any picture of me. I, what? what are you talking about? I'm not even one of the, not even one of the top five famous people. We have, you know, we had Forrest Whitaker and, yeah, and uh, me wrong. Yeah, we had, we had big, uh, Jay Schrader. He was a quarterback in the NFL. Steve Kerr, remember her? You, of course, you know, Steve Kerr. Well, I, he's your best friend. Right. So we're, we're BFFs. I thought that might be and a situation where we had another more. big actress, Penelope Ann Miller. You ever heard of her? I've heard of Penelope Ann Miller. Yes, yeah. I have. I had a crush Ooh. on her in junior high and high school. Well, you should have stuck with him. Yeah, man. I never asked her right out. I, I, I liked her friend too, and I ended up asking her friend out, and she just laughed me down. So. Well, there I'm, uh, go, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Thank What's got you. you all fired up, though? Why? I mean, I, I, I hear you're already pestering Jonas. I hear you're all yeah. fired up. Well, I was fired up. Why are you so angry? I was, no, I, not that I'm angry. I was I'm watching the, the game yesterday, of course. Boston now up three games to nothing. I said, is there a more overrated team than Philadelphia, a more overrated player than Simmons, a more overrated city than Philadelphia? Their fans are overrated. Matter of fact, cheesesteaks are overrated. Everything about them is overrated. What a joke that Philadelphia is the next up-and-coming thing. The next great thing is here, and it's the Philadelphia 76ers, and people not Knocking each other out of the way to jump on the bandwagon. And then Simmons in game, what was it, three at one point? I've never seen a superstar have one point in a game in my entire life. I mean, that's one point more than me. If I played 31 minutes, I think I could throw one in for a three-pointer or something like that. It's disgusting. I mean, they look horrible, and they're losing to a team that's without their two best guys. Their third best guy, Jalen Brown, is hurt somewhat. Marcus Smart fouled out of a game. It's like Brad Stevens is doing it with smoke and mirrors, Plank. It's unbelievable. Well, let me let me defend it just a bit. There's okay? nothing because, to defend. Go ahead. Well, you well, first of all, you're dumping all over a city because of the way I think people are portraying the basketball team. And I don't think it has to do with Philly. And if you're telling me you'd turn down a cheesesteak, Arnie, you're lying. You're full of it. You're absolutely No, but it is overrated. There's a lot better things oh than cheesesteak. Come on there's, now. Well, I mean, there's a lot better things than steak, but I'm not going to sit here and complain <laughs> about it and call it overrated. <laughs> All right. But with that said, yeah. Arnie, I think the anger with Philadelphia isn't so much about this team. I think you're angry with the way that they were built because oh, you're course. not a fan of tanking. Right. And I think, too, because this is where you and I agree a bazillion percent. I think another part of the anger comes from where we tried to take this team from 0 to 100 based on a nice run late in the season, the idea that maybe Boston was vulnerable, they did a number on Miami, so we immediately, the royal we, I'm not saying you and I, the royal we immediately elevate them to some unbeatable foe Whenever they're just as vulnerable as any team that doesn't have LeBron in the East right now. So. And, and it's funny we can't find a 76er fan to save our life now. I mean, it's been like a 48 hours missing. I, I'm worried. I'm going to have to start calling hospitals in the Philadelphia area. 
Well, I think the uh, the thought process is, um, boy, I'm not going to use the term trust the process. Yeah, but trust the I, process, yeah. I think they used all their vitriol and hate on us last week whenever we were laying out how they were in trouble. How dare you? All The, the tweets were rolling in last week. How dare you? We got this. This is title town. We Have got you not this. paid attention? You idiots? Blah. But, I mean, again, I don't necessarily hate the Sixers. I hate the way that they've been portrayed by the by the rest of us, by the Royalists. I hate the way that we went ahead and took them to this next level that, let's be honest, Arnie, despite the fact that they have, what, three top five picks, two number ones yeah. overall, yeah. It's, it, it's still And Moses Malone is, is still playing. Yeah, and Moses well, Malone. Th- that is incorrect. Oh, May he no. rest in peace. Oh, oh I'm sorry. But I-, I will say it's crazy to see what a little bit of success does to the overall perspective of an entire franchise. Because have you heard – I mean, listen, every time a team wins a couple of games uh, – or, or maybe I should rephrase that. Every time a team loses a couple of games, it has a good core, a good strong core of young talent. What do we do? Well, that's where LeBron is going. That's where Paul George is going. You know, we, we try to take a superstar there to take them to that next level. There, I think it was actually – it might have been here on Fox Sports Radio. I think I saw it on our Twitter feed. Someone was saying, well, LeBron is the missing piece in Philadelphia. He can now go in and save the show. First of all, LeBron's the missing piece just about everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> about everywhere. And I don't necessarily know – if we need to be trying to, quote-unquote, fix Philadelphia because they've run up against a really well-coached Boston Celtic team who have heard the same thing that you and I have heard. And everyone has said, oh, Philadelphia is going to smoke them. They don't have their two best players. And by God, Arnie, as far as role players stepping up, as far as a coach finding another level of strategy, man, Philadelphia's walked into a trap as far as the Boston Celtics are concerned. So to me... And I know we disagree on this. Yeah. This isn't so much about negativity on Philadelphia. This is about a positive vibe and an incredible coaching job with the Boston Celtics right now. No, I think it's That's a little bit of both. I, well, I, I think Brad Stevens is the best coach in the NBA. But, yes, it's negativity on Philadelphia also. It's Joe Embiid with the shaking of the finger and nobody can stop me and we've won 17 in a row. It's Simmons being crowned the next LeBron, which is almost laughable now. you but, but No, he was, the, he was crowned the next Magic Johnson. Oh, was that's my personal a, you, you should that be saw, fired. Yeah. If you said that, you should be fired for saying something like that. It's just all comical. And now I've got to root against Philadelphia. And everybody was jumping on Philadelphia because Boston had Kyrie out. Uh, all of a sudden, Cleveland looked like dog do, especially the second game after the trade. Not the first game, the second game. And now yeah. people are like, oh, well, it's got to be Philadelphia now. Boy, uh, how wrong you have been, my friend. How wrong you have been. This is going to be a fun couple of weeks for freezing cold takes uh, at Old Takes Exposed based on how everyone immediately found their way to the Philadelphia, not just to the finals train, Arnie, but there were even some that said this is the start of a dynasty. 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 Can can you have a dynasty if, if you didn't win one championship? Is that still a dynasty? Well, I'll tell you what. It Can you have a reverse dynasty? Like, are the Bills a reverse dynasty losing four Super Bowls? I don't know. <laughs> dynasty winning cool. an AFC championship or something. Why you got to do that to Eric? I'm sorry. He I'm didn't sorry. do anything. He to didn't you do anything so to me. No, I'm sorry. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter throughout the show. That's the best way to get involved. That Plank Show. That's me. He's at Stinking Genius One, Arnie Spanier. S T I N K I N Genius. And the number one. So, with everything negative about Philadelphia and how they've stumbled in this Boston series, 
Tonight was about normalcy returning in the Western Conference Finals because after Utah got a game in Houston, the Rockets have won two straight. After Golden State got boat raced in Game 3 by New Orleans, they went out and did an absolute number on the Pelicans here tonight. So now we're basically one win away from Houston and Golden State to getting to that Western Conference Finals, Arnie, that we've been projecting and thinking is coming all year long. How upset is the NBA because we knew who was going to win the second round Pretty much one game in. I mean, once the Celtics won, we're like, oh, Celtics won. They're going to get that. Oh, Cleveland already up 2 nothing. They've got that one. We know mm-hmm. Golden State's going to win, right? And we know that Houston's going to win. No intrigue whatsoever. That's got to be killing the NBA. I Look, I, I said this yesterday. How many people stayed home to watch a, a game on Saturday at like 12.30 Pacific Coast time and a beautiful day on the West Coast? How many people were watching games like that? especially when we know who's going to win this round in advance. I I think the NBA is going to have some poor ratings when it's all said and done. Yeah, and it was interesting to watch kind of that ratings debate that had grown over the last couple of weeks about, hey, the NBA is right on the coattails of the NFL, even though, I mean, from a true numbers perspective, they're not. I mean, they're not anywhere close. The The NFL draft was outdrawing the NBA. But just the idea of momentum, and Arnie, I think it's a hell of a point. I mean, we try to generate intrigue, but right now, who do you put stock in of the four series that's going to end up being around in the middle of next week? Anybody? Yeah, I only put I mean, stock in – I don't even put stock in teams anymore. I just put stock in LeBron. <laughs> that's a, my, all my stock is in LeBron. Whatever, whatever he, he's going to win, all my stock is in him. I'm buying, buy, buy, buy with LeBron because, I mean, what he has done – and by the way, congratulations to LeBron – who has now elevated himself uh, from the second-best player in the history of the NBA uh, to the best player in the history of the NBA. Fun, fun June conversation. Let's not waste it in May. Wow, right, no, come, come on. Back. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Have you seen? He hasn't. You, he oh, you haven't done nothing yet. Did you, see, did you see that shot? Did you see that shot with the score tied? Did you, did you see that? Are we really going to really do this? All no, right, but I mean, what, we're gonna what, have what am I going to do when he, when he misses it? Players. No, when, when, when he misses the shot, am I supposed to say he's better than Jordan? Or when he makes the shot, am I supposed to say How about when he it? wins a title? How about when he wins his next title? What is he, how three and five? We, how about when they move on? You know, I just, again, we have, I, I understand. How about if we put a good player on his team? How about that? Well, I mean, come on. What what was the whole Cleveland Cavalier take after they made the moves? He doesn't need a good player, well, Arnie. If you had Michael had Scotty, if you gave uh, LeBron another top fifty best player in the history of the NBA of all time, I could only he'd be eight no in the NBA finals. Well, yeah, we had that whenever he played with the Heat. So, I mean, we have the example of that before. I mean, it, this has happened. This right. is like revisionist history. But we'll get into it next. Arnie's on one tonight, man. He's elevating LeBron to number one, number Numero one. Numero uno. Over Michael Jordan. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Found you a, a 76er fan, Arnie. We'll hear from him coming up in just a bit with Arnie and no, Plank. No, you won't. No, you won't. On a Fox Sports Sunday. No, you won't. We're brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help you keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're not you're not buying that Eric's uh, a Sixer fan at Hogan URA who tweets at us and says series is far from over, guys. The Sixers will rally from down 0-3 and be the first team to win four straight. Yeah, I'll take you to the NBA championship if the Sixers make it there. Okay, my friend Eric, mark that down. There you go. I'll take um, it to the Okay, game. so it is eleven uh, twenty. Oh, Central stop it. Time. it not, they're not Arnie. coming back to win four in a row. Stop it. 
Not coming well, back I mean, to win one in a row. Uh, you you believe, you were the only guy that believed in Cleveland when they were down. That's what, true, three one. Yes. Yeah, but so I but I'm a, win? but I'm a professional. Uh, you know, you yeah. shouldn't try that at home. You, you should try that at all. So are you, just out of curiosity, because there's some good tweets I want to get to. Yeah, there's a lot. So what changed, if if there was ever your opinion about ranking players, Yeah, that one shot was enough for you? Well, just look what he's doing. I mean, he's carrying a team on his back with absolutely garbage. Uh, I know one person's like, he's played with four Hall of Famers. I'm talking about in Cleveland. Don't bring up the Miami, and you better not be bringing up Olympics. The guy's had nobody. He's single-handedly. Look, Michael had Scotty. I mean, we know you're having the top. And the, uh, let's throw in Tony Kukoc, who is no, you know, schlub either. I mean, really, so you've had Kyrie for a cup of coffee when Kyrie was 13 years yeah, old. Yeah, won a title. Well, when Kyrie was 13 years old, and you had Kevin Love. <laughs> 13. Well, 14. And, and you had Kevin Love, who, what, one day he's helping you win a title, the next day he's ripping his arm out of his socket. So, I, I mean, really, I, it, no great shakes there. He's really played with nobody. J.R. Smith. Oh, my goodness, man. I mean, I feel bad. I, they're winning in spite of him, to, to be honest with you. Well, I just, I, I'm, I'm curious because... I mean, he's 3-0 in the quarterfinal, or semifinals. They move on to the finals. What if they get eliminated in like five or six games in the conference finals? I mean, to are Boston? You still... Yeah. You really think they're going to lose to Boston? I mean, it's possible. Why no, not? it's not possible. They got pushed to seven in their first series with Indiana. And you're, I mean, they won a title. And he had, if you're telling me that Kyrie is just some piece of trash and that Kevin Love isn't a good contributing player, uh, maybe even he's been, a, he's been an all-star. He's been an all-star consistently in his career. If you're telling me that that's garbage, then you're insane when he won a title. I'm not saying it's garbage. He's just won. Oh, oh, congratulations. You've added one piece to the puzzle for LeBron. You're acting like Kevin Love is so, I mean, oh, look what we did. We gave LeBron Kevin Love like nobody else has any good players when they play for good teams. Wait, wait, wait. Are you being serious right now? He won. They're up three zip on Toronto, a team that they've owned. Even when they had the worst of worst roster back in the days, this is like we talked about this last week. This is circa LeBron from the first time around whenever he was in Cleveland and got upset and decided to leave. They're they're merely doing what we kind of thought they would oh do. Oh my gosh, are you are you kidding me? Let me explain something to you and the rest of the world that's listening. There There's nobody that knew that LeBron was going to get 38, 40. 44 points, hit game winners, and single-handedly. People were writing him off against Indiana. Now he's going to single-handedly win another championship for the Cavaliers. And everybody knew that? What are you guys talking about? What are you, what are you smoking out there? What, so what are you nuts? Basically, you're saying that because he's taken a 3-0 lead in an Eastern Conference semifinal, whenever, I, I guess Arnie has DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry is the greatest things ever. No. You're now elevating him to the greatest basketball player of all time. Well, it's obviously going to win a championship this year, is it not? Am I the only person that sees that or what? Yeah, I think you might be the only person really? that sees that. Really? You, yeah, I'm the only you know, I'll, because you don't I'll go Mark you, Willard on you. I'll cut off both of my arms if Cleveland wins the title this year. Oh, Arnie. because wait, we didn't we didn't think about Golden State and Houston beating the hell out of each other in a hard fought seven game series. Wow, yeah, look Mike, how that's affected Cleveland in wait the second a minute, round. Hard fought seven game well, series. Well, that was the first one though. While Cleveland sits at home, <laughs> while Cleveland sits at home with a four nothing sweep of the Celtics, waiting like two weeks for the winner of that seven game series, and you're going to tell me that Cleveland's not going to win? 
Yeah, wake you're up. Telling, you're, so wait, hold on, stop. You're telling me that Cleveland, after they get done sweeping the Raptors, who, who, who they're so in their head is not even funny, will just run rough shot over the Celtics. Yeah, Sweet I mean, Boston. look, the, the the clock strikes midnight for the Celtics. I, I'm shocked they've got this far, but they're not going to get by Cleveland. That, that's I'm not done. saying they're going to get by Cleveland, yeah. but if you think that that's just going to be like a one-and-done series. Five games the most. That's the most. <sighs> Well, what if Golden State rolls through Houston? That's Houston not happening. Has- I got a better chance of dating supermodels before that happens. Why? Why? Are you, yeah, have, you why. Not, have you seen the offense for the Houston Rockets? You, First you, of all, they're, they might, they, I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be the Rockets and the Cavaliers in the final. I'm not so sure that Golden State's going to get by the Rockets. And I promise you this, it will, it will go seven games between Golden State and, and Houston. I promise you that. I forgot. I forgot. We're not having a logical argument. It's what? Arnie that's just saying, oh, yeah, because I think so. No, I mean, wait, 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 wait. What am I missing out? What, what have I not explained? You asked. You've, okay, here's, here's my thought. Yeah. Is you've just said, well, Boston's going to sweep Cleveland because. Well, well, because, because I mean, well, well, one, well, one, because they, they, lost, so. well, they lost their two best guys. Jalen Brown's hurt. I mean, Marcus Smart I fouled out of the last game, and they still won with four guys being out. They're banged up. That's... They're beaten. They're lucky they've gotten this far. I'm shocked they've gotten this far. Well, I understand that, but you're tell- Cleveland's done the exact same thing. I mean, they got pushed to the limit by an Indiana Pacers team that arguably probably should have eliminated them. And now because they're beating a Raptors team that, yeah, had a hell of a regular season, but as soon as Toronto blew game one, you kind of thought, uh-oh, we're in big trouble here. Now suddenly, finally, you're waking up to LeBron's pretty good, and this supporting cast that everyone had dumped on is going to be enough to help them carry Cleveland over Boston just to sweep right through them? Man, I'm telling you what, you're up there. You should be Better than this, aren't wow, you? You've got to give Boston credit, man. I, I, They're going to give Cleveland all they can handle. No, I, I would love for Boston to go ahead and win, but I know it's not going to have you. Look, LeBron's on a mission. I've never seen a guy, and that includes MJ, go off like this in the playoffs. There's no stopping him. He is doing everything. Have you seen the shots he put up? Have you seen the level of difficulty? Have you seen the games? Game winners, two running, the last one, the bank in. Have you ever seen anything like that before in your life? Yeah, I have. I watched Michael Jordan. Uh, I didn't forget it just because he retired. Actually, I heard but, the I heard the numbers. Some one of our hosts did it this afternoon. That uh, MJ was uh, five of uh, five of uh, or six of eleven on game winning shots in the playoffs. And LeBron was like five of ten or something, so it was very pretty close. good, pretty yeah. damn. Com- yeah. Yeah. But but of course, if you were to listen to some experts, Arnie, because Arnie because LeBron had to bank that shot in, it's just not as impressive. Oh, so stop I don't know it. what yeah, you yeah. I don't know what you were watching, but because he had to use glass, I don't. I think we fundamentally disagree on one simple point. First of all, Golden State's going to win it all. That's where we fundamentally oh, disagree. Wow. And then secondly, this whole idea that because he hit this running bank shot, that's this kind of we're a prisoner of the moments, and he's had an incredible series, an incredible playoff run, we're just dismissing everyone they're ever going to play. And we've already forgotten that an Indiana Pacers team pushed them to the brink, man. I don't ever want you or anybody else saying it later on in the playoffs when Houston and Golden State go seven games, they're beating each other up. That's why Cleveland's winning the ch- I don't want to hear that from anybody, but you just dismissed that from me, did you not? I always I, I dismiss that when you use that every single time what, I on never Golden used- State. You brought that up earlier when they when they lost a game, I think, who was it, to San Antonio. You're out here going, oh, well, I don't know. You know, they got to play that extra game, and that extra game could tear them up. I've always disagreed with you on that point. 
point. Well, I think that's – I almost cussed. Boulder Dash. <laughs> I think that's BS. <laughs> BS, now, Yeah, man. but now you're going to get more than just one extra game, and you know it's going to be a hard-fought battle between those two teams. You know it's going seven, and you know it's going to go and wear down Golden State if they even make it to the next round. I uh, see again. You know, you know. Is this you why know. Steve Kerr? Is this why Steve Kerr doesn't call into the show or what? Well, no. I think it's uh, it's more than I'm. If I thought there were pictures of you hanging up in Palisades, I thought there was wow. like a Hall of Fame or something. Even like if that. there was, what there wouldn't be one of me in there. That's for sure. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's hit up some of these tweets. There's some interesting stuff. Uh, Peter King is leaving. Uh, SI for NBC, and there's some really cool stuff in one of his final columns involving the draft and a couple of late moves we could see from NFL teams. We'll get to that. And, oh, by the way, speaking of the NFL, Arnie, there is I, – I understand the whole Kaepernick saga and with Eric Reed now a part of it. Yeah. But, man, the NFL – kind of going like the government and saying, oh, you know, we'll, we'll let the states decide this. This can be a state <laughs> rule here. Uh, that's kind of what the NFL uh, is doing here with the whole anthem controversy. Oh, teams can take care of this. We have to get into that at some point as we roll on here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. But first, he strolls into the studio, confident, ready to roll. Steve, DeSager. I'm already here. Oh, and Arnie. Oh, Steve DeSager. Boy. We got baseball DeSager. going on. Yeah. Still. Had a couple of rain delays early at St. Louis. So the Cardinals, who've won four in a row, hosting the Cubs, who've lost four in a row. And the game's going to the bottom of the 10th inning, tied 2-2. Cardinals catcher Yadier Molina out one month after being hit by a foul ball. Don't go there. He just It's amazing he walked off the field and then had <laughs> the emergency bad. surgery. To the NBA playoffs, top overall seed Houston continues to dominate Utah. They did so regular season. They've won three out of four in the second-round playoff series so far. So, yeah, up three games to one after a win at Utah tonight, 100-87. to Chris Paul with 27 points mm. on his birthday. Utah, well, guard Ricky Rubio still out with a strained hamstring. Then Dante Exum left in the third quarter tonight with a sore hamstring. Jay Crowder of Utah, a couple early fouls, came back in and wound up 1-for-11 shooting from the floor. Rookie Donovan Mitchell, 25 points in the loss. He was 8-of-24 shooting for Utah. Golden State, the two-seed in the West, is up three games to one after an easy victory at New Orleans, dominant 118 to 92. Golden State led 17 to 4 after about five minutes today. Warriors were up by 18 points late in the first quarter. Kevin Durant finished with 38. NHL playoffs. Vegas, an expansion team, is going to the conference final after taking game six at San Jose tonight, 3 0, eliminating the Sharks. Tampa Bay earlier won a game five to eliminate Boston. Today's final was 3 1. Kevin Harvick took NASCAR's 400 at Dover. Clint Boyer finished a distant second. He had the lead until a 41-minute rain delay. Jason Day was the golf winner in Charlotte by two strokes. Phil Mickelson tied for fifth place, five back. Rory McIlroy was nine shots back. And uh, as for baseball with the Yankees and Red Sox meeting each other in New York this week, they each won again today. Yankees on a ninth-inning homer. They've won 15 of 16. (laughs) And still the Red Sox are a game up on the Yankees for the best overall record. 25 and 9. Boston got a 6 1 win at Texas. Chris sailed the victory, 7 innings, 12 strikeouts. Mookie Betts got hurt, though, didn't he? Uh, they don't know yeah. if it's serious, yeah. but yes, he did have to leave. Tough it up, Buttercup. Meanwhile, the Mets lost their sixth in a row. Orioles lost their sixth in a row. White Sox and Reds each lost again. Mm. And the Dodgers got shut out by the Padres, 3 0 in Monterey, Mexico. And Clayton Kershaw goes on the disabled list. Back to you. Did Gosh. you see that starting lineup for the Dodgers tonight, by the way? 
They have I, nine uh, guys on the DL. <laughs> wow. I literally had my phone out throughout it, and I was Googling to try to figure out who half the guys were. It was, uh, in fact, whenever, uh, let's see, what I want to make sure I get this number. When number 70 steps to the plate. <laughs> it's spring training? What? Are we missing something? When, when Tim LaCastro stepped to the plate, I'm like, 70? The Mets have a guy with a question mark. Just has a question mark. The Dodgers started, and not for the first time, started Kyle Farmer at third, Alex Verdugo in the outfield, Tim LaCastro. They had Ross Stripling up to start as pitcher. Yimmy Garcia is off the DL in the uh, relief. Uh, Bravik Valera getting in the game. By the way, can I have Eddie Goodell's old number? I think he can, Arnie. Nobody nobody walks in baseball anymore. That's number one-eighth, right? Isn't that was his number one-eighth? Yes, yes, the short guy that came up. One of the great baseball photos from the old Totally want that number, one-eighth. Arnie can win in sports jeopardy. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I just want one one clarification here, Arnie. Yeah, yeah. Are you falling into a prisoner of the moment take here? When you saw the incredible shot on, what would that be, Friday night, and you said, oh, yeah, this thing's over. LeBron's the greatest ever. You're not falling into that trap, are you? Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, (laughs) when a good-looking girl walks by me, I don't need to know her for, like, five years and say, wow, she's pretty good-looking. I could tell that usually in about uh, 10 to 15 seconds. So, uh, yeah, I I don't need five years to say, wow, you're pretty good-looking. I don't need that long. Well, I think – Comparing the ways, you know, I'm not going to go. Let's get a couple of tweets in here, shall we? <laughs> yes. I, th- that might have been one of your worst analogies. Whoa, ever, but, why? Well, because there's a big difference between going in depth on a debate about the greatest ever and whether someone's cute or not. I look, I looked at him. He looked good. So uh, to me, Sebastian Telfer is the greatest am I supposed to say, I've ever seen in my life. Am I supposed to say after these playoffs that I'm going to – would I, Would you move LeBron down from one to two after these playoffs? Go, well, he's not really having a good playoffs. He's – He's just horrible. I mean, really, I, we got to move him down. I mean, is that what it's you want to do? It's not bad to be number two behind Michael Jordan, is it? That doesn't mean you're horrible. I mean, I don't understand why there has to be some definitive, yeah, he's the guy, greatest ever, banked a shot in, but they lost in the banked, finals, so, you know, no big deal. Banked a shot in, right? That's all. Banked a shot in, that's going to put them up 3 nothing, and now they can finish it off and rest so they can win another NBA championship. That's all that did there. Arnie, just bank the shot in. Hey, again, the again, in. the guy that makes millions told me that it doesn't matter because he banked it in. So that's what I have to go with. Uh, you know, here's what's funny. Justin yeah. hits us up on Twitter at Stinking Genius One uh, at Plank Show and writes: Clueless Spanner better recognize it's the Rockets here. Yeah. Best offense, depth, and MVP. They're winning the title. What's kind of funny is you actually have them going to. Yeah, the finals, and but so. when I said that, you ridiculed me on that. So I, it's oh, I damn if it's you crazy. do, damn if you don't. I I can't win for the life of me. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I think my man Sokan and I are spirit animals. Okay. Who writes, stop smoking that LeBron love. Cleveland barely got by Indy by three and four points. Cleveland also is beating Toronto, the underachievers who were supposed to give them a Well, fight. they were supposed Sorry, to, yeah. But Boston is taking the East and lose to either Houston or Golden and State. Let me ask that's, you this. If, if right. Boston, this, seriously. Like and retweet. Let me ask you this, and being serious. If Boston really does get to the Eastern Conference Finals, don't you have to think twice about signing Kyrie to a long-term contract with the injuries this guy's going through? Don't you have to go, you know, I'm not so sure. I want to give him a five-year, $150 million contract when I'm doing just as well without him and maybe I'll bring somebody else in, or is that just ridiculous talk? And and you're going to get Gordon Hayward back next year. Right, so you so, keep him. I mean, you you don't get him cheap, and you bring him back and you get somebody else, or am I just crazy on that? 
Where, where is Ky- I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. I, I, what what does Kyrie's contract have left on it right now? I, I have the I, always I, reliable hoops hype up right now to help me. And out then on this. I'll just go with my guess of two. I always say two, no matter what the guess is. I'll, I'll yeah, you're, you're you're right, but he has a player option for okay, that so second I, year. Yeah, okay. So you're right. So next year he's twenty mil, and then he's got the player option for twenty one point three for nineteen and twenty. You gonna take that? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like people thinking, well, Carmelo's not gonna take his player option. Yeah, sure he's not. Yeah, role. yeah, yeah. Really? Sure he's not, Are yeah. you being serious right now? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, after me two years, if they million. if they win, um, and he, you know, they get a championship, maybe they don't want to bring him back. Maybe they're like, you know, I'm not gonna go ahead and give you an additional uh, five years of maybe more than 150 million dollars when it's all said and done. Well, and, you know, it's kind of funny, too, because you get the best of both worlds, right? You get an opportunity to see what it might be like without him. And they get an opportunity next year, if he can stay healthy, to see what it's like with him. I mean, do we start wondering if this dude can stay healthy? Let me ask you this. You know, teams that have lost superstars, some of them have gone on and had, you know, didn't miss him a beat. Like the Cardinals, uh, do they really miss Albert Pujols? I know that's a little tough to say, but do they miss him, Blake? No, they won a couple titles right after he left. Okay, so, then. I mean, one. I, I bet you if we rack our brains together, you'll see that a lot of superstars that have left teams, those teams go on the win. I can't yeah, think of I, any I, off the top of my head right now, but I bet that's true. <laughs> it has real, but I think in baseball and, and, and obviously in basketball, it's a much different world. I mean, I would... I think any Laker fan now would kill to be able to have a, a Paul George or a LeBron James or, I don't know, who a Kyrie Irving maybe, even to, to help things out. And I think we do kind of maybe overspin a, a little bit in the NBA. But it's funny. It's funny to me how <laughs> you talk about that superstar. Guys that get paid like superstars that truly aren't. I mean, who gave who gave Carmelo $26 million? Wow. I, mean, I, I just wow. can't get enough of that number right now. Uh, a couple of other quick ones. M- this is I love always baseless accusations, Rick. MJ did not have to do steroids like your boy LeBron is doing now. Wow. Not one man can be as good without help. Wow. They test for that stuff in the NBA. Yeah, right, what are you right? talking about? I, I think what's kind of amazing is uh, how much – well, I'll how much more we know about our bodies and how to treat them in health and rest and nutrition, how much more educated we are now than we were, say, 10, 15 years. I, gosh, we got to go back further than that to when Michael retired. But we're going back almost 20 years. So it's a much different world. So don't hate well, just because we understand 60, it 70 now. years ago, we didn't even know that cigarettes were bad for us. And now look at us. I have a buddy of mine that played for the Sooners that said his post-game meal used to be a bag of burgers from Brahms. And they'd go <laughs> get this bag of burgers and they'd just kill it. Now, you know, it's nutrition, it's protein. We're smart about things. Uh, there was one more here I wanted to get to uh, from Dan, who writes, Brad Stevens is going to dominate and run circles around the Cavs and LeBron and eliminate them to get best coach to in the, the NBA. Brad Stevens, best coach in the NBA. I saw a funny question today that I kind of had to do a double take on. Would you rather have a superstar, uh, standout superstar, or, or Brad Stevens as your coach? Superstar. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, superstar. Love Stevens, love what he's doing, yeah. but give me a standout Please. superstar yeah. any day of the week. Yeah, oh, notice oh, how it- these great coaches are in squat when they don't have the big superstar. Look, uh, and I know Phil Jackson's not the coach, but boy, life isn't as rosy when you don't have Kobe and Shaq and yeah. Scotty and Michael. Things aren't as rosy now, is it? 
Yeah, no, not at all. And yeah. then one more quick one here before we break. Uh, DeSager is going to slide, and we're going to get caught up on uh, a little bit more baseball and a couple of other NFL news. But Oswald writes, when Pippen first came to the Bulls, he wasn't even a starter, and they were still losing playoff series. Pippen was scoring nine points a game. He didn't kick okay. in until it's later. It's bad to have Scottie Pippen. There. Yeah, uh, my bad. Uh, what a horrible <laughs> player he was. I'm so sorry I brought his now, name up. I, I mean, listen, I understand that, that that's a fact. He started slow, but I mean, he But still he came from, what, Central Arkansas or something? Where did he come from? Come yeah. from right? Yeah, it's Central Arkansas, Arkansas Pine Bluff, or some some. I think it was Central Arkansas, Arkansas. Yeah, I think you're right. Who's coach, by the way, is uh, still Corliss Williamson, former Arkansas. Wow, look at you! Now. Yeah, the little things you learn with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. All right, when we come back, are Arnie's Dolphins desperate for a quarterback? And speaking of quarterbacks, got three of them now. What do you make of Ben Roethlisberger and Joe Flacco? You can't Dolphins. figure it out. We'll talk football next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Progressive Insurance, creators of the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for you. Visit Progressive.com today. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Third member member, member of the crew, Steve DeSager, saunters into studio. I, I, I want to <laughs> throw this out there, though, real quick, DeSager, before yes. we get into everything. Uh, Arnie, are you... Uh, are you all in on Ryan Tannehill in his make-or-break year, this $16.7 million year, in which they uh, think that, hey, we pass on a quarterback this year, so we're going to be okay? And How can I if- be all in on him when they just picked up Bryce Petty? I mean, are you serious? All right. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I am joking. That's going to be quite a uh, battle in camp, isn't it? Brock Osweiler, (laughs) David Fales, I've seen on the list. Bryce Petty picked up last week. Um, Go Miami. Yeah. uh, I I really don't know what to do. That's why I didn't pick the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl this year. I decided I learned my lesson from last year. in time, though, he'll yeah. change his opinion. What else has uh, we got going on tonight, DeSager? Tiger Woods update at Charlotte today. He shot 74, tied for 55th place yeah, at this tournament. Yeah, Tiger, yes, two fifty-five, Two over par. That's not his age. That's where he was in the standings. Wow. He failed to make a birdie in the final round of a tournament for the first time in four years. Last night's <laughs> LeBron's buzzer beater was on ABC. The overnight ratings for that, about 5.5 million watching that game against Toronto. Hockey got almost 4 million Op- Wow. It last night. Of course, the wow. uh, Toronto being involved, the Toronto market is not included in U.S. ratings, but still, NBC doing cartwheels for a second-round game, getting about nearly 4 million viewers. They did have the Kentucky Derby lead-in, I will say. And even though the Derby what ratings... What a snooze fest that was. Uh, it was uh, the favorite winning, what's it now, six years in a row? That's never happened before. I'm going to go with the favorite next year, too. Yeah, and then it will end. Yeah. <laughs> 13% down the Derby ratings, but still, Kentucky Derby, even compared to NBA playoffs. There was no, no even good ratings. names this year either, you know? Nothing Yeah, crazy. I'll, I'll be very interested to see what horse racing gets in the next few weeks as the triple, round, uh, triple crown races continue. Because even though the basketball was up 10% from a year ago last night, its overnight rating was 46 Kentucky Derby got a 9.1 wow. overnight rating. So even though the horse racing was down, it's the Derby. It's one that of many, the marquee events on the sports that calendar. That many people are bored to watch that. Unbelievable. I'm not saying they watched all five hours before wow. the two-minute race. But meanwhile, are you aware that Dancing with the Stars is an all-athlete edition? 
and it debuted last week with eight and a half million viewers in week one with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar getting the lowest score. But oh, I'm shocked about that. He can't even dive into water. <laughs> I saw him on that. Uh, it's uh, He did advance, though, because they, they count phone-in votes as well as judges' scores. So a former outfielder, Johnny Damon, was eliminated the first week. Oh, I'm shocked. And Olympic snowboarder Jamie Anderson as well. Tanya Ooh. Harding got good scores, but I'm guessing not so many phone-in votes. So she was in jeopardy, but did uh, barely pass on. But this is not a full season for this all-athletes edition. It's like four or five weeks, and then they'll stop for the summer, and that'll be that. But from figure skating that we just had, the Winter Olympics, Mariah Nagasu, Adam Rippon are in it. Josh Norman of the NFL, a current player, is in Dancing with the Stars wow. as we speak right now. So he'll be— Jenny Finch. Jenny it, Finch the is going to The former softball pitcher yes. is in there U of A. Bear down. That's right, Arizona. Are you aware that Memphis is getting a pro football team? Formal announcement coming this week. Heinz Ward involved with that Alliance of American Football that's starting after the Super Bowl, that's starting early 2019. It's going to be a February, March, April league with one game per week on cable and the rest on the league's app. But they're announcing their coach this coming week. Who's going to be coaching the Memphis squad? We know that already Orlando is going to have Steve Spurrier coaching. Brad Childress with the Atlanta team. Michael Vick will be the Atlanta offensive coordinator. Wow. This is the league with uh, uh, Bill Polian helping. Did you see who's flying in to announce the team's first head coach, though? Heinz Ward is. Yes, so. he is involved. I think Palomalu's also in some sort of management yeah. or uh, higher-up position on this as well. In Major League Baseball, the Yankees just cannot lose at oh, this point. Crazy. They fell behind Cleveland today, 4 nothing in the 8th. And then the Yankees scored three runs in the eighth, four in the bottom of the ninth, winning it on a three-run homer by their prized rookie, Glebar Torres, 7-4 the final. And they had a guy in his first major league start in New York today, Domingo Herman, pitched six no-hit innings with nine strikeouts, and then they pulled him because of pitch count. But the Yankees have won 15 of their last 16 games. And still, they're a game behind the Red Sox for best overall record. They may be better than the Ruth Garrick days. Oh, wait, can I say that? Yeah, you may as well. well. Continuing with the LeBron thing. Wow. It's the same thing. Oh, because the Yankees aren't good, right? They're not good. They're great. They're great. And LeBron is great. Thank you. You Thank you. Let's just cool down. They haven't even made the conference final yet. So. The Red Sox are playing a three-game series at Yankee Stadium starting on Tuesday. I mentioned the Dodgers with the loss in getting shut out by the Padres in Monterey, Mexico today. What a shame. Thirteen men left on base. The same problem they had Game 7 of the World Series, and this team has just continued with the first six weeks of this season. They were 0-9 for 9 with runners in scoring position. The Dodgers, defending National League champs, have a record of 15-19. and 19. Clayton Kershaw goes on the disabled list with biceps tendonitis. So for the moment, L.A. with nine men on the DL, including five pitchers. Rich Hill is due back on Tuesday. Yasiel Puig back on Wednesday. But problems, plural, with this team, Oof. including the bullpen. Dodger bullpen oh, with yeah. an ERA over five the last couple of weeks. Meanwhile, Shohei Otani back from the sprained ankle. Pitched for the Angels today and won 8-2 to two at Seattle. He <laughs> six innings with six strikeouts. The Mets, Yuenis Cespedes left oh, with a really? sore quad today. Jacob DeGrom goes on the DL. Mets lost their sixth in a row, 3-2 to Colorado. All right, good stuff to Sager. When we come back, let's go all in on a couple of anthem controversy stories, which I know you all love to talk about. Draymond Green texting at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. And why is Ben so mad? He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Let's do it. 
Let's do it. Arnie's final hour in L.A. Wow. As he goes back wow. to sunny, traffic-laden Burlington, Vermont. Thank goodness for that. Get me the heck out of here. Do you know I'll I never understand been... why you go just to complain. I think that's why you go to L.A. I haven't been in L.A. Weeks. in two years. He is probably the only one on the face of the earth that will go to L.A. and complain about being in L.A. when it's like 90 <laughs> degrees out and sunny. I haven't been here in two years. I don't like coming back here. I only come back because my mom and my, my brother live here. That's all. Not to see these clowns, that's for sure. Well, you could have did the remote from your mom's house. Wow. You didn't have to come in. <laughs> that wow. would have been funny. That would have been great. They set you up with yeah. a line. It's like, you don't have to come hey, hey mom, I'm going to use your bedroom for a second. <laughs> Just go in there and do yeah, call let's do the, the show, show there. Oh, we got a lot of good tweets to get to. I got a couple of different topics we want to tackle. If you missed the first hour, as always, you can podcast us, foxsportsradio.com, or if you consume podcasts like I do through uh, iTunes, the Apple uh, podcast app, you can just go ahead and search Fox Sports Radio Weekends and find us arguing over Arnie uh, elevating LeBron to number one, number one because of what he saw in the conference semifinals. Well, no, no, but you but, know, it's better than saying, "Oh, gee, LeBron's won four more straight. Now I'll elevate him to number one." How about getting ahead of it? You know that? Isn't kind of part of it the body of work? Yeah, Why the show's today. The show's today. I understand yeah. that, but I mean, there's a really good chance that by next week you could be calling him awful because no, they blew no, a couple no. of games. I mean, they're going to win. I this can't year. handle it. Can't, you know, though. you know what, Michael Jordan? I could hear it next week. I don't have an Arnie impersonation. Michael Jordan could carry a team. He could carry a team. LeBron can't. That's my best Arnie. I'm already losing my. Yeah, but you won't remember that. So I'll say it, but yeah. you won't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we only remember when you're wrong. Yes, not exactly. when you're right. Yeah. It's kind of the way that it goes. Here's a couple of quick tweets, and then I've got some heavy stuff we need to get into. Uh, first of all, this is interesting for Mike. He goes, Arnie, why are baseball players such wimps? Seriously, though, their teams, they're more injured than pro football teams. And it's also some, I don't know how to properly put this for radio, weak injury that they're out for. These NHL teams beat the crap out of each other and maybe have one injury. Well, I, I think we should clarify. They have more than one yes, injury. Yes, they do, yes. <laughs> but I think also, too, consider we're in the midst of a long haul, 162-game season. In hockey, it's always a little bit tougher, and it's crunch time. You no, know, but, you know, he, he, has, he does make a point. I'm not disagreeing. It yeah. just seems – look, I don't have the numbers on this. It seems like the current players in baseball are more on the DL than the, you know, back in the 70s and 80s because those guys went more innings. Starting pitchers pitched more innings. They had more complete games. Starting pitchers don't even have to do that now. There's more rest for everyday players, and the travel's easier, and they're still getting hurt more. It's it's shocking. I think there is also that uh, conversation that no one really likes to have, and I, I know that I'm kind of unique uh, I, I would assume because everybody would always be driven to win titles and be the best that they could be. And if you got an $81 million contract, that drive wouldn't diminish at all. But if I'm getting big money and I feel something in my hamstring, I might be a little bit more apt to shut it down. Like my man Giannis Cespedes a couple of years ago, Arnie. Bad back, yeah, but I could still go out and golf if I wanted to. Is that the so, Kawhi Leonard rule? Is that The what Kawhi the... Leonard rule. Wow. Got a lot of money coming up, so yeah. maybe I'll shut it down. Now, I'd like to believe that would be a little bit different. I'd like to think I'd have a little bit different mindset, but I think that's that's got to. Is that the Kyrie Irving? Stuff. I'll just go ahead and have an operation if you don't want to. Let's get this cleaned up. I'll be good for 2019, and and we'll win a title there. Uh, 
Eddie has been on fire tonight. I haven't yes. given him proper airtime this evening. But I, I'm intrigued by this comparison. He goes, Tiger is now the Carmelo of golf. Wow. It's all over. O-V-E-R over. Just ask the stinking genius. No, well, come on over? now. Did, what has Carmelo ever won? Uh, Tiger's been the... The best of that—that's terrible comparison. You ought to be fired, Eddie. Come on, stop that. You're well, you're better uh, than that. He's not hired, so I mean, yeah. you would just have to block. Well, him from his everyday to. job, but yes. Um. Yeah. I listen. Here's I we uh, we elevate Carmel or Carmelo. Listen to me. We elevate Tiger if he has a good shot. I mean, we're just hungry for something good from Tiger. Hell, Arnie, go back to a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was the Masters week, and. What did we talk about on this show that we never talk about? Golf. Yeah. We we're talking about bleeping golf. And I love golf. I love playing it. Don't mind watching it. Hate playing but it. That's what Tiger does, man. He he draws everyone in, and we want him to be back so bad that one little thing happens. One good round, and what was he, the top three favorite going into the Masters? So, yeah, we, we're suckers for anything Tiger does. And then a double shot from Eddie. He wants you to give the kiss of death to Houston. We cannot have two winning teams in Houston. This might be just as annoying as the cocky. That could, yeah, fans. that could be pretty bad. I know that. That, that could be very dangerous. I'll, I'll give my kiss of death. Uh, but, unfortunately, I think they're going to get by uh, Golden State and be in the finals. So, I'll have to wait to the finals to give them the kiss of death. Yeah, I, uh, you, you know, I, the one guy that continues to stand out to me as we segue to that win today for Houston, one, uh, 187. The Rockets shot 20. Here's one thing that I hate to say because it almost makes me want to agree with you on Houston. They shot like crap today. They shot 26% from beyond the three-point arc, uh, but still won by 13. And part of the reason is Clint Capella is kind of developing into a stud here. You know, I you go back two years ago. And you compare rosters, and I might look at most teams in the West and say, I'd take a Steven Adams over Clint Capella. I'd take a, a, a Rudy Gobert, even though I still might, but Capella's dominating him right now. Arnie Houston has had some of its quote-unquote role players really step up. It hasn't had to be the one-man show like we've seen in Cleveland. Uh, it's It's been guys like Capella. It's been guys... I can't say CP3 as a role player, but their role players have stepped up and really done a nice job. Well, they're, they're more of a team effort here. I mean, in the past, if Harden would only have 24 points on the 8-22 to shooting, they, you're right, they would be done. If he was 1-7 from three-point line, they would have lost by 20 points, and he'd be going to the strip bar early. You know what I'm saying? Like he did last year. So they're a completely different team, and obviously uh, a team that doesn't have to rely on him all the time. Yeah, and, and usually whenever Harden's off and Eric Gordon is on, and he was 3 of 10 tonight. You know, they only got nine points from him off the bench, and he was horrible shooting-wise. But they did this crazy thing that people don't realize Houston can do. They played really good defense tonight. I know, crazy, right, to say that about Houston. And then in the other semifinal, I don't know, uh, were you like this, Arnie, back whenever you were a superstar player? Whenever you were growing up in L.A. and you were starting over Steve Kerr. Yeah. If your team lost, were you up all hours of the night just grinding over it and upset about it and trying to fix things? No, because I would never get into the game, so it really didn't bother me. We went, I would, I would, when we got down by 20, I would hope we'd get down by 30 so I can get into the game. <laughs> See, the, your whole vision of how you painted your high school career is yeah. much different than what it actually <laughs> was, isn't it? So uh, Kevin Durant struggled in game three. But tonight he scored 26 points, 38 points. 38, what are you, 26, 38? I'm trying to give KD less points. That's what we do here in Oklahoma. We can't give him any credit. chased him out of Uh, town. 
38 points, 9 rebounds. They win by 26. And LeBron, or LeBron James, listen to me. Draymond Green said that he sent KD a text at 4 a.m. in the morning. Quote, I just challenged him to be who he is. I had to tell him. I didn't see him attacking or being aggressive enough on both ends of the floor like we need him to be. You know, I don't hold back. When I see something's wrong, I have to voice my opinion. There were no hard feelings. We're just trying to win a ball game. And what's funny is hours later when Durant finally woke up, he replied to the 4 a.m. text with, I got you. And I think that's kind of cool. But I also think another little hidden story from this game that not many people will talk about. New Orleans had 19 points in the third quarter, 19 points in the fourth quarter. Golden State held them to 38 second-half points, Arnie. That's damn good defense and really bad shooting by New Orleans, too. But it was in New Orleans. Did you think New Orleans had a chance in this series because they won one game? Everybody jumped back on the bandwagon. Oh, if they could just tie this thing into a piece, then we got a series, and Golden State's going to go. Is that what you were doing? Is that where you I were? Was, I wasn't like that. Oh, no, yes, you I, were. Yes, you were. I wasn't because I'm a believer that, uh, unlike everyone else who has tried to bury Golden State, they're still the best team in the NBA, and they're just getting better. They lost a game to San Antonio, and when they lost it, there were people on this network that said, oh, my gosh, that extra night of work is going to really tear him down. Uh, <laughs> there's other of us who said, no way in hell. But then last night – or. Tonight, I, I think that's what the Golden State Warriors are going to do the rest of the way. I, I know you disagree. I just can't say see Mike D'Antoni out coaching Steve Kerr. I just can't see. Oh, it. now I, it's I, all I, about the coaching. Now the players have nothing to do with it. It's, it's because Steve Kerr. I'm not is done. Such a, I can't see James Harden outplaying Steph Curry. I can't see Clint Capella matching up with Kevin Durant. I can't see Chris Paul hanging with Clay Thompson. I mean. I just think Golden State's not – I know it hasn't panned out in the regular season, but we're in the postseason now, Arnie. I think if you're, if you're hitching your wagon to Houston, you're hitching your wagon to chronic underachievers who have not found that next level when they needed to in the playoffs, period. period. What, what, what am I getting uh, from LeBron, a, a chronic underachiever there? Am I getting – no way am I getting an underachiever there. That's why I got them winning the whole thing, and you were ripping me for that too. Well, you you really just like jumped from one series. Well, to no, the because other you, you just called them. A, well, you called them an underachiever. But yet, when I picked Cleveland, I didn't hear any underachiever there. You know. Well, I, I don't. I have LeBron's I have a memory like an I have a memory like an elephant. But did I say LeBron was an underachiever? No, but you, yeah. when when I picked them, though, you're like, wow, wow, what, what, what are you crazy? It's yeah, going to be Golden gonna State. Yeah, they're going to get beat by Boston. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're going to get beat by Boston, and it's going to be Golden State in the finals. Hey. Just because I think Houston's a group of underachievers, Arnie, doesn't mean it relates to your take on Cleveland. Where the hell are you coming from on that? What does that even mean? It, are you, you know, le- weed's legal out there. Oh, wow. So are you hitting a cheap or something? No. Do you completely I, forget our conversations no, and just go in your own direction? I thought it was a great point. I thought that was, I thought that was tying two points in together. I, obviously, I went over your head on that one, huh? Yeah, I, I'm not smart enough for the level of conversation <laughs> that Arnie's having. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's get into it on a couple of NFL notes that we've been promising for a while with Arnie and Mike oh, yeah. on Fox Sports Sunday. Brought to you by Granger here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. I think there's a fair question we need to get into real quick to put a bow on the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Have these been good playoffs or have the semifinals kind of grinded them to a halt? You know, you had 
two series that went seven games yeah. in the first round. Enjoyed the first it, round, but the second round, I mean, it's too predictable. We we knew who already was going to win the second round before the second round even started, so there's no intrigue there. You had, uh, well, I mean, I, you could arguably say you knew who was going to win the first round before it started, too. A lot of people. Oh, yeah, but it know. did drag on, though. The two seven-game series, like you said. Yeah, you had uh, New Orleans, who kind of pulled the upset over yeah. Portland, even though it was a sweep. You had two underdogs win uh, in the West, as you brought up. We had two seven-game series with the seven and the five seed pushing. Now the teams that are one win away from moving on to the finals to the brink of elimination. But I, I know this is another one of those debates, and as you like to say, Arnie, our show's tonight, yep. not in two, three weeks from tonight, or at least this show's tonight, but it's it's hard to really get a good feel for it as a whole, because in the now, in what's happening as of Sunday night into a Monday morning, they've kind of fallen a little bit short, haven't they? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the conference finals are going to be out of this world. I mean, don't, I mean that that's going to be must-see TV. Uh, I was looking forward to this round. Unfortunately, uh, we Like I said, we already knew who was going to win. We knew Houston was going to go ahead and, and pretty much cruise. I mean, it wasn't going to be no problem there. We knew Cleveland was going to win, and that's pretty much done also. We knew Boston now they're, that they're up 3 nothing, And, you know, there's just no intrigue in any of these series in, in the second round. I, I just don't see how the NBA is going to do well in the ratings. Well, and one thing, if, if Philly could have got a win yesterday, then maybe yeah. that series becomes intriguing. But I, I was listening Friday morning to Clay Travis on Outkick the Coverage, and the question was, which of these four series could end up being the most entertaining? Which one do you see maybe having a little bit more life? And this was on Friday, and there wasn't really an overwhelming thought no. that any of them could be, yeah, look out, this is going to be the one. But everyone seemed to rally around, well, maybe Boston and Philly, because it's 2-0, and they're going to Philly, and... All that had happened in that series is what was supposed to happen with a higher seed winning. But so much for that, man. Everything has ended up being just one-sided in the NBA playoffs. We'll see if we'll see if anything can happen to get us a little bit of traction coming up tomorrow night whenever Boston has game four in Philly and Toronto is at Cleveland for right. its elimination against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, there's no way Toronto's getting a game. No, Though, uh, forget about that. I do have to say, I was pleasantly surprised, Arnie, with how well Toronto came out and played yesterday. I kind of thought that they would just lay down. I kind of thought that it was done for them. But they showed a little heart. It took a last-second shot to beat them. So maybe they at least battle for one. You know, I'm not even going to try to Well, congratulations, they showed heart. That's about as good as we can say, right? Well, based on where they were, uh, if you're down, they should be showed heart because LeBron took it out of their chest, ripped it out, and showed it to us. That's how they showed heart. Yes, he did. He did that. Absolutely ripped their heart out. All right, one of the big stories that's been taking place in my beloved National Football League is how suddenly, if you're a starting quarterback or a starting any position, you're supposed to be some sort of good Samaritan. Well, maybe that's not even a great teammate who welcomes in everyone, even. Someone who's trying to take your position. I give you Ben Roethlisberger, who was asked about the fact that Pittsburgh yeah. took Mason Rudolph in the third round. Here's what Big Ben had to say. I was surprised when they took a quarterback because I, I thought that maybe in the third round, you know, you can get some really good football players that can help this team now. And nothing against Mason. I think he's a great football player. I don't know him personally, but I'm sure he's a great kid. I just don't know how, you know, packing up or being the third, who knows where he's going to fall in the depth chart, but helps us win now. But, you know, that's not my decision to make. You know, that's on the coaches and the, the, the GM and owner and those kind of things. So 
if they feel like he can help our team, so be it. But I was a little surprised. Right or wrong for Big Ben to express that on I don't know why he's a little surprised that he's the same guy that says he doesn't know if he still had it and then contemplated retirement, right? So, hey, I'm shocked. Why, why would you get another quarterback just because I said I don't think I have it anymore and that I might retire? Well, next time you're not going to open up your big fat mouth, are you? And by, well, and, and another, he did say yeah. he told them he was sticking around. He said, I'm, I'm going to play yeah. for three to five years. Until so, what, next year when he says, you know what, I think I want to go back to retiring? I'm tired of his baloney, okay? It's like a girl. Oh, we're breaking up, we're not breaking up, we're breaking up, we're not breaking up. It's his 15th year in the NFL, okay? Time to go ahead and start thinking about life after Big Ben, and that starts now. I have no problem with teams trying to bring in someone that could be the next guy. Even as soon as, say, year three of a dude. I mean, Derek Carr had two good seasons. The Raiders took, well, a season and a half, that was good. The Raiders took Connor Cook in the fourth round. I mean, you don't have to just say, well, we got to start quarterback. We don't need to look at that position. And I think Big Ben was a little bit bent because they used a top 100 pick on a quarterback. I mean, was he complaining when they took Joshua Dobbs last year in the fifth round whenever they took the Tennessee quarterback? But I'll tell you one thing, I don't expect him or Joe Flacco or any other quarterback who's a starter and a guy was drafted in those top 100 picks to be welcoming, right? I mean, look at how Brett Favre treated Aaron Rodgers. Look at Joe Montana and Steve Young. Arnie, it's not always this smooth transition No, process. no, it happens all the time. I mean, a, a, an old doctor's there and uh, the new doctor's operating. Something goes wrong. The old doctor goes, well, you know, I'm not, not going to help you. Right? Is that what you want me to say? Is that what you want me to say, Blake? Why shouldn't they teach these guys and help them along when they've been in the NFL for 15 years and they see that the end is coming real soon? Why shouldn't they be a mentor? Why shouldn't you do something like that? Arnie, there's a young sports talk show host that's sitting outside the studio. They want I, you to groom I mentor, him to take I mentor, your show. I mentor young hey, – I've done that before, too. I've mentored young talk show hosts all – Throughout my whole career, man. If they take my job, they take my job. I mean, I can't be worried about that. I think you are full of baloney. Wow. Right wow. I really do. I, I don't. And by the way, you're comparing a surgeon. And by doctors are probably some of the most bitter, short sighted <laughs> guys on the planet. So that might be a really yeah. bad example. Right, how about you pilots? Could... You land the plane, young man. I'm not going to help you, I'm not going to mentor you. Okay, first of all, I, we're not talking life or death <laughs> okay, here, go Arnie. Ahead, go ahead. So I, I understand what you're trying I'm to do playing. with your comparison. Yes. I, I get it, but I I don't expect anyone to be welcoming on this front. Not everyone can be Josh McCown. I mean, the, I get it. The NFL pays you a lot of money, and you're expected to be a leader and win games. But I don't. I, I still have yet to find the guy in the NFL that is an incredible pace setter, trend setter for the next guy who's going to replace him at the quarterback position. Josh McCown is it, but my goodness, he's a career journeyman. You know, I I, I don't know what Tyrod Taylor is going to be like in Cleveland. I don't know, uh, let's see, who, who the Jets go get? Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know what he's going to be like with the New York Jets. I don't know. How, how about Joe Flacco? Everyone's jumping all over Ben Roethlisberger. Do you know how much we've heard from Joe Flacco about them drafting Lamar Jackson with the last pick in the first round? You know what he said so far? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Not a word from him. So I don't understand why we expect these guys to be great stewards to their replacement because historically, Arnie, it's just never happened in this league. Well, it just doesn't happen. It does happen, but in different circumstances. And th- and let me explain. What happens when you have Do a quarterback what happens when you have a quarterback, let's say like Aaron Rodgers or Big Ben, and they go down in week three and they're not gonna come back to week seven or eight? 
Do they not help the quarterback and say, well, let me help you figure out how to win games three, four, five, six, seven, and eight? Or do they go, ah, I'm not even going to show up to the game. I'm hurt, so my, don't ask me how to win. Shouldn't they help him try to at least figure that out? Sure. Or no, they don't do that. Sure, sometimes they do, but they know they're getting their job back. <laughs> they or they may not. Some may in. not get their jobs back after, you know, there's a little bit of a run here. Who knows how it works out? I mean, look at Mahomes. He took somebody's he took Alex Smith's job uh, out in Kansas City. You never know who's going to take your job out there. You could, you could throw Drew Bledsoe out there. You know, you groom a guy and you help him out. The next thing you know, you're out looking for another job. I don't have a problem with the being jerks. I really don't. I don't think anyone should be expected to do that. But for his part, for his part, Mason Rudolph had an awesome take on this. He oh, said, yeah? quote, if I was Ben, I'd probably say the same thing. He's a competitor. Obviously, he has a lot of confidence in himself, like I do. And, yeah, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer, and I would expect him to say that. So I'm just looking forward to going in there and learning the system, competing, raising my level of play, preparing like I'm the starter, even though obviously I won't be the starter, and just waiting and being prepared for whenever I get my time. Whenever my time comes, i got to be ready and take advantage oh, of it. Oh, it sounds like Crash Davis talking to Nukalush and telling him what to say. So you, so you, now you know, you're, that's yeah, you like that? You like that? You've dumped on everything we brought wow, up on this show is, tonight. Have you what, noticed that, oh Bobo? Is this goodness. just the LA thing? Everything oh that we goodness. brought up, every take has been the worst thing he's ever heard. Oh, no, it's not everything the worst thing. How you feel? How you feel about that? <laughs> how you feel about that? What about that? So I don't, I don't know if uh, Crash Davis fits on this with Mason Rudolph, but Arnie, I thought that was pretty strong from a rookie coming into the league. I think that's the take to take. I think if he would have said something like, well, it just shows you Big Ben's scared of the competition and I plan on taking his job, would have given us a lot more to talk about. That Then I really would have loved it. Yeah, then, then yeah. I think it would have been a <laughs> S storm out in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I would have loved that, huh? And we would have had something to talk about oh. for months to come. Oh, but as it great. stands right now, he's not the only quarterback that apparently is a little bit upset about competition. We'll give you what we have and what we haven't heard in Baltimore. And when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's see if Arnie can complain about this story involving the latest Washington Post report about NFLs giving teams the ability to create their own anthem policies. Wow. Plus, Mike McCarthy is speaking out in support of his backup quarterback. All that. But first, Steve DeSager strolls in with everything that's going on in the world of sports. What's going on, Never Steve? did take me to lunch, DeSager. Yeah, yeah vice versa. There's wow. still a game going on. That's what's going on. The Cubs are still in action at St. Louis tonight. You know, second day of the season this year, the Cubs played a 17-inning game, lost 2-1 to one at Miami. They're in a 2-2 game at St. Louis, bottom of the 13th right now. Cardinals have left 10 men on base. Earlier, the Reds lost again. They're 8-26 and this year. Lost at home 8-5 to to Miami. Joey Votto did have four hits, four RBIs, including a homer. Baltimore lost again. The Orioles are 8-26. and They've dropped six straight. <laughs> lost 2-1 to one at Oakland. The O's offense, 3-for-29 today with nine strikeouts. Meanwhile, Arizona beat Houston and Justin Verlander 3-1, to one, and Houston is now a game behind the Angels in the AL West. The Halos and Shohei Otani got an 8-2 to two win at Seattle. In Monterey, Mexico, San Diego shut out the Dodgers 3-0, L.A.'s record 15-19. and 19. The Yankees and Red Sox each won again. They'll play each other in a three-game series starting Tuesday at Yankee Stadium. Kansas City wins a series for the first time this season. They beat Detroit 4-2 to today. The Royals had lost nine series and split one. 
White Sox lost again. Washington beat Philadelphia 5-4. Got two runs bottom of the eighth, two in the bottom of the ninth. No decision for Max Scherzer, but he did have 15 strikeouts in only six and a third innings. That is 19 outs, and 15 of them were strikeouts for Scherzer in D.C. today. Impressive. Minnesota and Pittsburgh with road wins. San Francisco and Toronto as well. Colorado sent the Mets to a six-straight loss. Houston Rockets and Golden State Warriors each up three games to one in their second-round NBA playoff series. Houston won 100-87 at Utah. Chris Paul, 27 points on his birthday. Golden State got a 118-92 victory at New Orleans. Kevin Durant, 38 points. NHL playoff wins for Vegas and Tampa Bay. They're each on to conference finals. Back to you. By the way, would you be at this game now? Would you make it 13 innings at this game or no? Uh, Likely. I can't say 100%, but likely. No way. I would have left in like the sixth inning. No way. My phone would have started blowing up from my wife. Where are you? What are you doing? I told. Where are you? Whenever the uh, Sooner softball team played 17 innings last year in the Women's World Series final against Florida, same thing happened. Wife started texting me. Where are you? What's going on? I'm like, extra innings. (laughs) What I don't understand is the people that are still in their original seats way up at the top. Yeah, go move forward. Yes. (laughs) Hello. Or in the outfield when there's nobody out there. Get the hell down to the... There's 5,000 empty seats behind home plate. Go. Hey, by the way, do they give out, like, free food to the people that are still there? Yes, I'm sure they're into free everything. Wow. That's That's how they make money. Wow. They're giving away free things, Arnie. Well, have, have you been to a Major League Baseball game recently, Arnie? It's I, more Dodger dog is six life. bucks. There was a minor league game that went, like, 20-something innings, and there was, like, 100 people still left at the game, and they gave them all season tickets to the rest of the year. Okay, that's same as Cubs Cardinals. Sure. Wow, yes. look at you just jumping down like my throat. You know what? The Cubs Cardinals give everyone season tickets that's still there. How about that? By the that? way, in that 17 inning game, when I texted my wife and said it's an extra innings the second time, she didn't believe me. I had to tell her to turn on the TV. It's like, turn on the TV. This game is still <laughs> going on. I'm not you. out bar hop. No, she would never <laughs> believe me. In fact, if, I, if, if Arnie and I had to do like an extra couple of minutes because Ben was running late, I might get a text message right away. Oh, there's still a pretty decent number of people there, I think, for 13 innings on a, on a Sunday night. But Good the baseball Cards town. and Cubs, yeah. even at two. <laughs> you know, these are always the pictures that end up showing up. Whenever Cardinal fans talk gas, like, oh, really, baseball town? Like, it's a 13th inning. It's 12.33 on a Sunday night. All right, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Arnie's picks are coming up here in just a bit. Yeah, I've already got them all set out. I'm ready to roll. Are we looking at a lot of picks or a few picks? I got four right now. So four big picks. Yeah, All three right. NBA, one hockey. I know we can get fired if we talk hockey, but I'm going to keep it that way. If uh, and real quick to put a bow on the conversation about uh, Ben Roethlisberger and his frustration, I guess, with the Steelers taking a quarterback in their top 100 picks. Which, by the way, they have drafted in the last five years Landry Jones and Joshua Dobbs, but I guess he never had a problem with that. Uh, do, do we say anything about Joe Flacco, or because he's silent? Is that probably the better way to go, Arnie? Just, hey, you know what? Grind away. Don't feel like you have to comment on it. I mean, you're going to get asked about it, but with Baltimore going out and bringing in RG3 and drafting Lamar Jackson in the first round, I mean, do do you even have to say anything about it? Big Ben should be better than that, too. He should have taken the high road and not said anything. He looks like a a big baby, does he not, or what? That's a good point. Silence can be golden here, but what about Flacco? Is he doing it the right way? 
Of course. I mean, that it just makes him sound, or not sound, makes him look like, uh, you know, the professional, the guy that's like, I don't care who you draft. I'm the starter. I'm the guy on this team. I think Big Ben's starting to feel a little bit because he knows he's been in the league 15 years. By the way, we will go to the 14th inning now between the Cardinals and the Cubs. According to Peter King's article, he says that Joe Flacco, who's only 33, I thought he was like 40. I thought he was Tom Brady's age. <laughs> Uh, said that he has received the message from the Niners. Uh, he's always taken the blame when an offensive is lousy, uh, and it's been bad. 29th, 12th, and 29th in passing yards the last three seasons. Um, it's apparently been a message that, according to all the people that Peter King has talked to in NFL circles, that has led to Flacco grinding more, focusing more, and preparing himself better than before. So, Maybe competition helps out in that sense. Though, what was he not? I mean, what was he doing? From the Fox. Was he just chilling out? Was he not prepping like I mean, look at all the competition Miami has at their quarterback Tannehill, Bryce Petty. I mean, uh, (laughs) Osweiler didn't say, What are you doing to me? I'm the starter here. Brock Osweiler. Uh All right, there's one story from the NFL that's going to make some headlines this week. So we'll prepare it for you so you can get your hot takes ready to roll. Uh, especially if you want to hit us up on Twitter at Stinkin' Genius One, S T I N K I N Genius in number one, and at Plank Show. Uh, our man Matt Stovall just wanted to tweet at you to let you know you're a good person. Arnie. Well, thank you. you. Are I appreciate person. that, and I love I don't myself. Know if, I don't know if Bobo and, and, love and, and me. Eric and the Sager agree with that, but yes. Matt, thank you. The NFL has said that players may protest during the anthem. Some teams, though, have basically had a different approach, discouraging it or flat-out stating that players will not kneel. According to Mark Maskey of the Washington Post, the NFL might treat this like a state's rights or a state law deal where they may give teams the ability to create their own anthem policy. And what does that do if they go against the policy? What, are you going to arrest them? What are you going to do? Dubbed a compromise, Arnie, in the report, the NFL Players Association may not see it that way. Uh, So in other words, as a matter of labor law, it may be impossible at this point for the NFL to unilaterally change the anthem policy by letting teams decide whether to rescind the players' league-given right to protest. That's according to Pro Football Talk this morning. Now, the NFL can change the policy because they have the policy in place if it wants. The question would then become whether the NFLPA would fight any change to the policy through legal channels. Is this worth going to court over no, right now, you, know, you think? And, you know, you called me crazy when I brought this up way, way back when this whole thing started. I said, maybe it's time we just got rid of the anthem before sporting events. People jumped down my throat. What are you doing? You're a communist. This or that. And how could you think about that? And how could you take it away? I think I think now more and more people would agree with me that maybe it is time to take away the anthem before the start of sporting events. And that would settle this. That's for sure. You know, one of my favorite bits that I've seen was when Jason Whitlock did the Anthem Red Zone channel, and he would (laughs) basically go to different stadiums, and he would show, all right, let's see who's kneeling here. Well, no one is kneeling in San Francisco. Let's take you live to New Orleans. But that's pretty much what it's become anyway. Right? It's about, all right, who's who's quote-unquote showing disrespect? Who's quote-unquote protesting right now? I mean, I, I, I might have to do a 180 on this one, Arnie. I'm not ready yet, but I might have to agree with you. Oh, hey, wow. If, Look at that. 
I mean, let's just let's play ball. I, I understand. Well, it's tradition. What do you What do you mean? Just just play ball. Just just go out there, snap the ball, kick the ball. Just play ball. Let me ask I you mean, a question. I'm would they tired of it? Would does that mean they succeeded? Did they succeed if we took away the anthem? No, they didn't succeed in anything then, right? Or, or no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know if there's a winner or a loser. On that front, the loser would be the anthem singers who make themselves famous of the anthem. The losers would be those who manufacture the football field-sized American flags. Those would be the losers in this saga. But, I mean, it's it's almost – I saw that story today and I thought, please, please tell me we're not preparing ourselves for another week's worth of conversation about this. But I think we are, Arnie. I think that's what's going to end up being a hot topic and whether or not teams should enforce – individuals or force individuals to stand for By the way, anthems. what's going to happen if some teams have the anthem and some teams don't have the anthem? Is that is that I think it? that's got I think that's an NFL deal that's across there's a pregame set rule. I don't think they'll ever uh, change that everyone has to do the same thing. Now obviously teams will announce starting lineups differently. They might have uh, different times for flybys or whatever, but I I can't, I'm not for certain, but I think from a game operations point I think everyone has to be the same on that. Or just, NFL, or just right? have the anthem earlier so their players are not on the field. When it's being played, they're still in the locker room or in the tunnel and play it five or ten minutes earlier than that. That's what colleges do. Yeah. I mean, that's what a majority of colleges do. I've called uh, – I've been a part of the OU radio broadcast for the last eight years now, and there's only been one time when we've been out on the field for the anthem, and that was Ohio State. That was it. It was in Columbus. The only time in seven, eight years, whatever it's been, that the team has been on the field during the anthem. I understand everyone wants to have that feeling of patriotism, but it doesn't make you any less of a patriot if your NFL team. Why is, is that in the so? Why in college the they don't have to do that, or what? Yeah, they. I just they've never done it. They've never done it. I've never seen it done. Uh, outside Even before of like Ohio the championship State. game or anything like that, huh? No, nah, I don't think yeah. they were out in the championship game either. They took the field afterwards. Maybe they were out there in know. the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Maybe they were out there in the Rose Bowl. But from the perspective of a regular season game, yeah, no. Just start following the college. Hey, they always say that NFL offenses are about three years behind college offenses. So let's just let, let's go ahead and get this to where guys are just in the locker room so we don't have to deal with constant conversations about this in the world of sports. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's the only thing you've been waiting for yes. tonight. It's Arnie's pick. Let's do and it. It's next. Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. want to thank Eric Roberts, producer extraordinaire, Steve DeSager on updates all night long, Bobo on the wheels of steel. Big Ben Maller is coming up next to take you through a big day in sports and a big week ahead. And we just wanted to give a quick shout-out to our buddy Eddie Garcia. Eddie's off tonight. He's taking care of his dad. Eddie, you're one of our favorites. You're in our thoughts and prayers. Hope things go well for you. Absolutely, Eddie. In the meantime, no real easy way to segue except to say I've missed a major story tonight, Arnie. Yes. I missed a story right in your wheelhouse this evening. And I guess we had our first ever ejection unejection that we've had in, in quite a while. Yeah. And, boy, the Utah fans have really ended up being quite in the center of some storylines over the last few weeks, haven't they? C.J. Paul was kicked out of the game between Houston and Utah. That's Chris for, Paul's brother. Yes, and his okay. business manager. Oh, okay. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's not just like his bro, who's a, he's his business manager. And I guess as he was being kicked off uh, or kicked out, whenever you watch the video, Mike D'Antoni and the and Paul himself were both standing there arguing with the security guard in the middle of the game while he was being taken off the court. Why was he getting thrown out? Well, allegedly, they thought that he had yelled an expletive at one of the officials. Uh, the quote from the former Hampton University and University South Carolina upstate guard was this, quote, The thing is, I know James, the referee. He refed me in college. But the security guard comes up to me and says, Hey, we need to talk to you in the back. I said, For what? I told them what happened and that I don't talk like that. Uh, Chris Paul afterwards said he didn't know about it. He said, I saw them trying to pull my brother out. Uh, that's out. That's out. Might not be many playoff games I've played in, but he's been at all of them. That's out. Don't put him out. Wow. Wow. Jeez, that must have been crazy. I would have loved to have seen that. That's unbelievable. That's great. Yeah, and and I guess it's probably not even the strangest incident that's involved a Utah <laughs> fan or a security guard so far because the Westbrook dust-up, uh, you had a, a situation with James Harden after game two in Houston. That wasn't necessarily a Utah fan. But, yeah, so uh, – so yeah, keep it up, Utah. You're uh, you're, you're looking good, doing so well. The ref right. was crazy, is what he said. I love that. I love that. All right, All right let's get after it. It's All time right. for Arnie's picks to wrap things up here on a Sunday night. Let's do it, Arnie. Where you start? Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. We already know who's going to win round two in the NBA. There is no intrigue there, but we'll tell you who's going to win the conference finals. Because you see, the Rockets will get by the Golden State Warriors in seven games. Because, you see, Golden State, as good as they are, Chris, and as good as you've jumped on that bandwagon, it's the Rockets' turn. And let me tell you something, that offense is just as good as Golden State's. They can match them point for point. You said they play a better defense now. I'm going with the Rockets in seven. I'm also going with Cleveland over Boston, but it's only going to take five. I am so impressed with what Boston's been able to do. But the clock strikes midnight with so many injuries, with or without the best coach in the NBA, Brad Stevens, isn't going to make a difference. Cleveland's on a roll. Give me the Cavs in five. Which means congratulations to the NBA champion, Cleveland Cavaliers, as they beat Houston in seven. You like that one? You like that one, Chris? You, you do know that you'll be able to pick those series next weekend. But I understand you wanted to get in front I of them. I wanted to get so. in front. And also, I got the Washington Capitals winning the Stanley Cup. So, there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. But remember, they're strictly for entertainment purposes only, Chris. Uh, we are in the bottom of the 14th yes. inning between the Cardinals and the Cubs as we speak. Cubs scored a run in the top half of the 14th. So, it's a 3-2 to two, Chicago. The Cardinals, though get a base runner in the bottom of the 14th, so they have a runner aboard with, I believe, two outs with an opportunity to try to either walk this off or prolong the game. Yeah, two outs. So Cardinals trailing 3-2, to two, trying to keep this game alive. I don't know. I honestly don't know, Arnie, if we've ever left the air with a Major League Baseball game still in progress. I don't know if we've done it. I know we've come close. Yeah, we have come close. But I don't know. Where are all the Cardinal fans, by the way? I'm just kidding. I know. I'm just 
get it. The bottom of the fourth. Yeah, I can see Cubs fans. Yeah, you call yourself baseball town? Yeah, fans. take that. They are, uh, they are pushing 1 a.m. Get those kids right to school. Now. Get them ready for school tomorrow. What's going on? All right, so we talked 4 a.m. texts. We've talked normalcy returning to the NBA playoffs. We've talked Arnie's hatred of Philadelphia. Yeah, really, you're, I'm you really bitter sticks. on them. Yeah. Why are you so bitter on them? I mean, it's kind of been a nice story this year. With I'm not a Villanova, big cheesesteak fan guy. I want you to know that. I only eat cheesesteaks when I go to Philly, and they're okay, but you put hot sauce on it. It's so hot. It burns the hell out of your tongue, and you can't even enjoy it. <laughs> so it's, you know, it, it bothersome. I like that it always goes back to food, right? <laughs> exactly. We talked Big Ben exactly. tonight. Talked a little. Joe I can't Flacco. understand why they drafted a quarterback only because I threatened to retire. <laughs> I can't understand well, it. Well, I, I do actually. Shocking. The, the more I think about this, Link and I talked about this yesterday on the fellas, and I think it's uh, I guess two days ago now. But I, I think it is probably just better for Ben Roethlisberger to to stay quiet in a situation. It's like, yeah, what, what do you have to say? I know you're going to get asked, but hey, good draft pick. We'll move forward and see what happens. He expressed his frustration, so we're all going to lose our minds about it. But I think it's uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that dilemma works out in Pittsburgh. And by the way, I did want to say, Arnie, I like this solution that was posed for Peter King. Instead of getting away, or from Peter King, instead of getting away from the anthem, you just go ahead and have them stay in their locker room while the anthem is going on. I love it. I yep. think it would be great. Took that Cardinals just walked off the Cubs. We got details coming up next Later. on Fox. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.